Welcome to the Look at that. Comic Storian R and B E Weekly. That, that is really cool. <laughs> the car comic story. Comic Storian R and B E Weekly. I like it. So today we're gonna be talking about Ant Man and Wasp. <laughs> Full blown spoilers. We're gonna be going super into the plot. We're gonna discuss what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. Looking at some of the theories that have been hey, put out there. Which cameras look? Is that that camera? Can you guys see that on the camera? That's that's not on Twitch, Rob. <laughs> that camera is too far away. Uh, for those of you guys who are joining us, I'm not sure if we're putting it, it looks on Patreon cool. or if it's going to go up as a RMBE or what it's going to be. It might just be Patreon as Twitch exclusive. Why not? Make it for those individuals. You guys are awesome. You're supporting us directly. Um, you, you, if if you're, you are watching this, you know how Rob works. We, we can't. It's a wood panel on. Okay, so they have See, a bed. That's, 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 they, have, they have a bed, and the headboard goes against. And the, the where the headboard is is wood panel. It's like a masculine bedroom. It looks really cool. Well, the thing about wood beds is you've got to worry about ants. What? Ah, uh, you and the puns. I was trying. I was hoping he was going to jump in, but he didn't get it. Oh my god! Damn. <laughs> So anyway, guys. Even um, Gary rolled his eyes behind the see? camera. See? Uh, I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't so, get uh, it. so anyway, guys, if you, if for those of you who are wondering what, why this is <laughs> not the normal weekly poll cast today, um, we just said it last week in the weekly poll. We might have a spoiler cast. I yeah. hit up everyone. I said, hey, let's, have, let's do a spoiler cast. Uh, Tiffany said she wasn't available. Sal said he wasn't really interested. Joel says he, he was going to be out of town, I think. Um, and then and Rob didn't respond. So I was like, all right, Dan, hey, let's let's do a comic story in weekly yeah. spoiler cast. That's what we'll do. Yeah. And then Rob called today and said, so we're doing that thing. And I was like, Rob, you, you didn't tell anyone you were going to be here. Yeah, so join us at this time. <laughs> but I assumed it was known that I would be. <laughs> I don't know why you would assume that. I don't know, because you're moving and you're busy half the time at the yeah. moment. And... Like I'm, there, there's no reason to believe that I'm guaranteed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> but I assume that you would know. Like literally on the scheduled time last week, <laughs> you were late uh, because of the housing stuff. What was I doing last week? Uh, you said someone called you last second contract or whatever, so you were running behind, had to jump in the shower still. We were, we were already live waiting for you. Oh, yeah, no, I had to run over to the house real quick. Yeah. It was the, I think it was the steamer guy. Either that or I just like lied my ass off. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was a steamer guy. Didn't we just have guy. a discussion, Rob, that we are such good friends that we will not lie to each other? Not to your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, man, I, I remember you friend. telling him that. I didn't hear the other oh. way Yeah, I didn't go the other way around. <laughs> Reciprocation. I said I will not abide a liar. Wow. I didn't say I don't lie. <laughs> well, okay then. I no, I don't lie. So, it was, I think it was a steam carpet cleaning guy. Sure. So anyway, yeah, let's go and jump in. Let's jump right huh? in. Stanley. Stanley, Stanley steamer. steamer. The carpet cleaner. Stanley. Anyway. Stanley the steamer. He steamed your carpets to get those ants out. Ant. <laughs> Bad joke. Wow. This is what you get when you mix Comic Story I'm Weekly not. with RBE. Wow. <laughs> this, it's, uh, it's a thing that's happening. It's a thing that's happening. <laughs> Jesus. Ow. I enjoyed Ant-Man and Wasp. It was fun. I liked Ghost better than everything else in the movie. I did too. I, I really was, did too. You yeah. know what's funny about Ghost? Um, the origin for Ghost is nothing like in that movie. I never looked at it. I don't, I don't even know who Ghost was until the movie came out. I was like, who the hell is Ghost? I didn't know yeah. either. I <laughs> looked it up, got the origin. We put it up in the channel. The origin, real origin for Ghost is creepy as hell. He's basically, think of her father, but if he was like a creepy stalker kind of a guy. Is he like a new character or like an old character? No, he's been like from Thunderbolts way back in the day, apparently. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I want to say like early 2000s. Not way, way back. Thunderbolts first happened after Civil War. That happened during Civil War. Okay, so he's that yeah. new then. Yeah, he's that yeah, he's new. Yeah, he's that new. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking he was like, a, like a, an 80s character. I'm like, who the hell is he, man? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. Uh, I loved the ghost character. I thought it was great. Um, I, I, when I first saw the origin and saw that it was this, basically this just like old creepy guy, I was like, that sounds like it'd be a lot better than what I'm seeing, yeah. which is this young woman 
doing ghost stuff. And I'm like, is this just like, why did, what was the swap? I hope it's not the exact same origin. We just swap for the sake of swapping. No, I, her origin, I think is so much better than the other ghost's origin. I think she is a better character than the other mm -hmm. ghost. Yeah. I she mean, has more of a reason to do it. Like literally at the end exactly. of his origin, she, he's like, well, I just do things to mess with people. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, that's not really like good because motivation. That's just being a jerk. That's why. <laughs> I'm, I'm a jerk, a therefore I'm a villain. Yeah, exactly. Like I do it just to be a dick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and that guy's the It's Rob with the uh, Men in Black bleeper. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Just, just, just run yes, up on yeah. folks. No, I mean if I okay, if I could do that, if I could make myself invisible, I would do stuff like pull out chairs in front of them so they stub their toe. Like I would, I would do little things like that. But how? No. She's not invisible. No, I know she's not. Well, she she, well, she can is. go invisible. She phases in and out. Yeah, which so. wasn't wasn't like a true invisibility. I mean, she goes invisible for like seconds. We didn't we didn't see yeah. her go you know, perpetually invisible and just like stop. Well, that's, yeah. that's why I say like she fades out of the the eyes visual spectrum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for like like a, you know a brief period. Now whether she can harness that or not, that's the one thing that I didn't really like about it was the fact that she basically lost the ability to do that. Like once she was fixed. Yeah. As far as we know. As far as we know. Because, I, I mean, one thing stated by Kevin Feige is that she will return. Why would this character return with zero abilities? Well, I mean, remember, she's still like a master combatant and all that kind of good stuff. And really but then she's fighting. just Black Widow. Yeah. That's the true. unique yeah. element of her is gone, and she's just Black Widow. But there's a lot of Black Widows in Marvel. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it's... I mean, Hope is basically Black Widow if you take away her suit. Hope? Hope. Uh, kind of. Oh, Bishop, the Bishop... Or not Bishop, shit. Cable's chick, yeah. No. Hope. hope in hope, as in the daughter. Oh, I was like, in the movie we're talking I about. Like, I was like, okay, maybe we're thinking of a different hope because in the comics she copies people's powers. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah, no, hope, dude. Okay, that's the other thing, man. I am, I am so, I am so glad this movie had consequences. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just so you guys know, we're 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 probably gonna go back on the same topics a thousand times because I got more to say about Ghost. Oh yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. We can keep talking about Ghost. Well, get, yeah. wait, I want to say something about Ghost too. Okay. Yeah. Can I, hello, teacher. Teacher. Yes. Can I say something? <laughs> um, so I won't lie. That's the high five. Uh, you piece of <laughs> shit. You are so white. You are so white. Dude. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God, man. Mutual. Uh, all right. I, I like, like how you put it through like cautious on that. Yeah, because I thought you were going to yank it away. Um, so at first, I kind of thought her ghost's power was being in like multiple different timeline things. I love the effects they used for her. Because like yeah. a lot of the times when they like showed her doing things, I was like, wait, is that her... Like she did that like differently, but then her body went back in time a little bit. Like I couldn't tell if that would, was what it was. Cause oh, a lot of the yeah. times she would walk and like all of a sudden her face would be like, oh, and you're like, wait, why is, why is she going, oh? Um, I just thought that was like, there's multiple of her. That's why she could phase through things because she was indefinitely, you couldn't tell what part of the time she was. But then luckily when well, they I, explained it a little bit, I was close, like, eh, but I think it was dimensional. Of. Was yeah, because quantum. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was. She was. She was going she was, between the the dimensions. Yeah, yeah. she so didn't. Kind she of what didn't you were thinking is not timeline related. I did yeah. think it was kind of odd though the number of times where she's intangible. She walks through stuff. She does this that she clearly has control of. Then all of a sudden, hope blasts her, and she gets blasted. And you're like, wait, but uh, at well, what point? Because they also like kick her a bunch of times, and you're like, okay. But Why is she sometimes getting hit, but she has con she clearly has control of the powers because of some of the fights where she does actually control them. And okay. it seemed very inconsistent. I don't think it was really control of her power. I think it was like an on-off switch. 
Okay. Like it's it's like being able to turn invisible, but you flicker. Okay. Is what it is. So I like, can see that. Yeah. So for her, it's like, okay, I'm gonna activate this thing, or you know. But even then, it's one of those things where it seemed like it was constantly in control. Yeah. Like it was it was it was it was a passive maybe, ability. Maybe like it was just constantly a concentration going. thing. You maybe, know, like yeah, during a fight. So in the fight, she kind of loses it here and there, and then she kind of slips up. Yeah. See, plus, that, that would plus make it's sense, very hard. Yeah. I mean, I, but if, that, see, that if you're fighting normal people, though, I can anticipate you're going to kick me and be like that. But yeah, I can't but, really anticipate you're going to shrink and uppercut me. But that yeah, also <laughs> wouldn't yeah. make much sense, considering she had to have that containment field to make her stay like solid and as one. Whereas yeah. if she truly had control, she of said it, the suit helped to give her power. So my assumption is she would go into the containment field, feel better. It'd be like it'd be, it'd be like when you wake up in the morning. You feel ten times better than you do at night. So it's almost like her control over it runs down as, she, as her body's wearing down for the day. Her battery's draining. Yeah, her battery's draining, okay. and the suit helps keep her charged a little extra. No, no, the, the suit uh, the suit regulated her powers. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, that's what it kept, helped her keep control of everything as to what was going on. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. I I'm love glad the they, character. Yeah, I, yeah. That's that's the thing. Like. I, I would love the idea if they said, okay, she now, like, because of, because, because Jenna Van Dyne's basically has, she has the Enigma Force, she's Captain Universe now. Um, because of the fact that, like, like they, because she kind of fixes her, mm. it'd be cool if it was just, like, you can turn this ability on and off now. Because then she could literally just, like, phase. And, and she'd, she'd Maybe be, like, she an amazing. Is. I mean, yeah. she ran off with uh, Goliath. Bill Foster. Yeah, yeah. Bill Foster. Yeah. Yes. So, Which I, mean, I still loved together. that character. I loved that you, like, he was never truly villain or good guy. Yeah, and he, he was he, always just. I kind of want to help, but I don't want to go too far. Like with the Scott Lang's daughter thing, yeah. I loved that where he goes, "You touch his daughter, yeah, I'm not helping you with anything." And I yeah. was like, "You know what? You've gained my respect." Yeah, the guy's you got a moral compass. You evil villain guy that's trying to but kill him. Like, that's Fem. that's <laughs> the thing is he's not like you. When he first starts doing his stuff, you're like, "Okay, he is a villain." Yeah. But then as he continuously went, you were like, "Okay, maybe he like." He's not a villain. He's just someone who's trying to help out, uh, help out the villain because he sees where they're coming from, and I, I just thought that was a very good aspect of the character because so often do you see the, okay, it's they're just the henchmen basically, and so I liked that he had that dynamic aspect to his character where he just wanted to help people. I mean, the question you have to ask yourself is, is Thor going to blow a hole in him at some point? Civil War reference. Civil War reference, Dan. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was, it was, was really, like, it was really the Thor robot that Reed it Richards made. It was the Thor made. robot. Yeah. They the Thorbot? The, yeah, Thorbot. Yeah. Blew a hole in Yeah, he blew a hole through Goliath and killed him. And it was like, oh, okay, so? I, li- I liked them comparing <laughs> sizes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I got to 40 feet. 65. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, that was, there, there were some, there were some great things in there. Um. Yeah. Again, like so, my, my final thoughts on Ghost that she really needs to come back well, and, and have her powers back. Ghost was a good back. character, and I think this is why we like her so much. I was reading about this when I was watching the movie, the gang, Sonny, whatever his name is, or the bat, like the, the, the just like mafia style guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was kind of lame, but his purpose was to have a true villain, so yes. the Ghost could go in that middle road, and the the, the movie had an actual villain. Yeah, because yeah. it couldn't be Ghost. Not if you're going to turn into an antihero or kind of have her help out that yeah. kind of a thing. So I liked that, and when I read that, I'm like, oh, that makes sense, because that character was so annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't care who you are. No, This dude, you're annoying. in the world of the Avengers are real, and he's like, I want them Hank Pym particles. Oh, man, the dude's giant. Let me run. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. I want them Pym particles, man. If, if, if a giant man is chasing me, mm-hmm. like, I think he even says that when he picks them up. Like, okay, just give it up. Just yeah. give it up. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like 65 on. feet tall. <laughs> like, where are you going to go, man? 
Like, there's nowhere you can run to that I can't get you. Yeah, I'm a Jesus. huge dude. Yeah. Um, okay, so can we talk about the Enigma Force? Which one's the Enigma Force? That's what Janet. That's what Janet Van Dyne has. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna, yeah. I, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah. Like, what? What? So what? Okay. I got more to than just the Enigma Force. What is this quantum realm? It's the microverse. This, is it? But, but like, is it the microverse that we know from the from the comics? There's a whole race of people, and there's stuff down well, there. Well, probably they just haven't discovered them yet. I mean, like, like they're, you're talking about them shrinking down on an infinitesimal, microscopic level. Like it was, it was an original. It was originally, you had Micronauts, and then it was like a Fantastic Four comic. Yeah. That revealed the fact that you could shrink down because Reed Richards took pin particles, and you could you could shrink down into the microverse, mm-hmm. was just this astronomically small universe. Um, from what we've seen, we only ever saw one portion of it. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to believe that we wouldn't see anything else. Like there's not a whole race, a whole race of people that live there. They're just on the far side of what is that universe, basically, or some uncharted planet or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of that stuff's not known. A lot of that stuff's totally uncharted waters. They have no idea what it, what it is that's out there. So it gives them the ability to explain it. Uh, but no, I mean, like from 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 what I can tell, that's the microverse. It looks like the microverse. That's what I thought too. The only way I can't. The only way. Do they have the mega machines guy? We're gonna have a bunch of little cars. We're gonna go really fast. We're gonna go right to the track. We're gonna go right and we're gonna go left. We're gonna go over. Loop, loop, and we're gonna go crazy. It's gonna be awesome. Micro machines, micro machines, micro machines. I used to love listening <laughs> to that guy talk back in the day. Micro machines. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, no. Uh, the only way it's, it's kind of weird though because the quantum realm, like, it looks like it's a realm with like space and time. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I'm like Ant Man stuck there right now, which I'm pretty sure they're gonna invoke time travel. But yeah. still. Well, um, okay. Well, the rumor is uh, that's floating around right now. Apparently, Avengers 4 was casting a more adult casting. So, based on that theory, we're going to have a major time jump in Avengers 4, and Cassie's going to save Scott, and we're going to get stature. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like keep Cassie Lang in the modern day? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with that. That'd be awesome. And we get stature in that way. Well, they really and kind of tease it, too. Apparently, it's implying that they may start setting up a young Avengers team. Well, they, see, they tease that because she was like, I want to be your sidekick. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, he's like, no, but you're not old enough, basically. So that would be awesome to see them like fight side by side. Right. See, my question is, see, I feel like if they did that though, they would kill Cassie or they'd kill Scott. Like one but, of them would have to go. But if they end up doing time like. travel, whatever they do, I feel is just going to be changed back at the end of it. See, mm-hmm. I don't, th- I don't think, I don't think they're going to cheat. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to bend us out on Avengers Four. Like I think what they're going to do is they're going to say, okay, we're going to use time travel, but it'll serve a purpose. It won't be like a way to get out of the story that we wrote ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, selves into. Like this hole that we made. Like I think it'll be done in a way where it'll serve the purpose of the story, but it won't be used as a cheap cop out. Yeah. Like I still, I still say like I like the idea of having like Avengers from three different uh, three generations, like Avengers Forever, the past, the present, and the future, who all like come together to fight Thanos. Mm-hmm. I still think that's an awesome idea. Whether that'll happen or not, I don't know. But uh, but but even then, see that's the thing. Like that's only one aspect. So it could just be that like she saves Scott. He he gets out of the quantum realm and goes back just far enough to basically say like, hey, look, everybody, here's what's about to happen. Yeah. And then they in turn do something and something changes or something along those lines. I mean, it doesn't mean that like they'll go all the way back in time and stop Thanos from being born or get the Infinity Stones. You yeah, know, they'd or go back like and stop Peter Quill. Yeah. Because <laughs> Peter Quill's an idiot. Oh God, I know yeah. he is. Right? Okay. Go back to Ant Man and Wasp. Back, back to Ant okay. Man and Wasp. Yeah. So we'll talk about theories and all that stuff in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back down to the movie. How do you feel? For me, I felt that this was the best sequel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, bear in mind, my opinion, my favorite movies go Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Ant-Man. But I feel like this one rewarded you for watching Civil War and Ant-Man 1, but at the same time, you were able to understand it if you didn't really watch it. All right, based strictly on that, I would say yes. But in terms of, like, 
a movie and the story that was told, Winter Soldier still takes it for me as the best. Well, that, that's still number one for me. Yeah. But I'm also a Winter Soldier fanboy, so. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, dude. The, the, he's he's Red Hulk with a robot arm. He How is. can I not like him? It's amazing, yeah. <laughs> he's got like a vibranium arm. He's the white wolf. Or and a paintball mask. Still don't know why he rocks that, but whatever. I think it's cool. Dude, you can go buy it at any paintball store. Well, you could buy any Jason Voorhees mask. Doesn't mean it's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Red Hood's got an iconic mask. Why can't Winter Soldier? See, they did he that does. so that you can cosplay him easier. Ah. Yeah, that's true. Just put a red motorcycle <laughs> helmet over your face. No, no, no. Cosplay uh, Winter Soldier. I can just go buy paintball. paintball. Mask. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes <laughs> and sense. Some and just get tin foil, put it around your arm. You're good to go. Yeah. I am doing that <laughs> cosplay at the next comic book convention we go to. If you see a really poorly done Winter Soldier cosplay, Thank you, Dan. <laughs> How long did it take you to make that costume? Like 20 minutes. Yeah. Not even that. And like 18 of it was the aluminum foil. Yeah. <laughs> I had a hard time keeping it down while trying to wrap it. <laughs> but yeah, no, okay. I will, I will, I'll take that. I'll say that if you, if you watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe up to this point, this, this is like, okay, so there's aftermath for Civil War. Yeah. Like there's a punishment for what happened for violating the Sokovia Accords. Like the, the idea that like... I do think it's kind of dumb though. That what? they treat him like that. And Cap and his crew just roaming around like, we need you to find them. Well, they're out of the country. Not much we can do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's also Captain America. Yeah, so, I get yeah, it, yeah. but. But, you know, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it is Ant-Man who really cares. Like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> playing his drums. But, uh, but yeah, no, it, it really, I mean, it was an enjoyable movie. Like, yeah. I'm glad they make more movies like this, mm -hmm. if I'm being honest. More movies that have, like, a comedic element. Yeah. I so. love, like, the fact that it's, if anything, it's more of a comedy film with superheroes, mm -hmm. which I think, I loved it. Like the number, I, I just loved that a lot of the jokes were just very small. They weren't shoved in your face, no. but they were things like throwing a Hello Kitty Pez dispenser. God, that was awesome. Or the like, salt shaker, yeah. the salt shaker was the hilarious. The salt shaker. My like, favorite joke though, was when he shrunk down and it broke and he's a kid in the school. Yeah. Yes. God, I love that. Like, hoodie? Yeah. Like the, the principal was like, hey, you, stop. And then he, he just runs. <laughs> the principal's just like. <laughs> yeah, he's like, whatever. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. That was uh, pretty awesome. The chat would like to know how he was stuck in his house for two years and still had a six pack like that. Well, because it's Scott Lang. Yeah. He was doing P90. That's what it was. Yeah, every day. <laughs> every day. With magic and the drums. Yeah, doing P90. This actually, uh, I, okay, this, I, and I know there's an actual answer. This has to be. How does somebody under house arrest have money? I was actually thinking that during that is how are they affording to stay in the house? Because like I, I see the billionaire situation, they make their money no matter what. But it's Scott Lang. Scott Lang does not. Well, he just the, the, came the out company, of prison. That whole company was being ran. Okay, yeah, yeah he was, was taking his money company. from that. But, I guess. I mean, but even, even if that's, then, the company was almost out of money. That's true, it was almost bankrupt. Well, yeah. it's, it's probably like PIM particles. I ain't gotta explain shit. Yeah. <laughs> it just works. <laughs> it just, I don't know. No, see, but that's the kind of the cool thing, though. It's stuff like that you take with a grain of salt. You're just kind of like, eh, it's a thing that's happening. And then you just, like, get into oh, yeah. the story. Yeah, you just yeah. got to continue on. Um, but. I actually, one thing, another thing I did like about the fallout from Civil War, because you're the consequences, was, like, when we started it up and Hank Pym and Hope were mad at him, mm -hmm. yeah. I legit was like, Natalie was, I, was Natalie, I couldn't remember why. It was, it was either you or Natalie, because you're both on my sides. And yeah. You, you, and, and it was you. You're like, why are they mad at him? I'm like, I thought we ended Ant-Man 1 on a good note. I'm like, are they going to yeah. yeah. Civil War? Like, well, that's that's yeah. what I thought. I was like, they were friends at the end of yeah. Ant-Man 1. They were a couple at the end of yeah. that. Like, but I and loved how they explained it. He didn't get a lot it. of stuff in Civil War. It's not like Ant-Man on a whole sequence in Civil War. He rolled out of a van. Hey, yeah. guys. <laughs> but that's, that's a cool thing because he stole Hank Pym's tech. 
And then he just, he, and he lied to, to Hope Van Dyne. Yeah. And didn't tell her where he was going or what was going on. He just disappeared on her. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, he was betraying both people who trusted him. But it makes so, sense now. But I, yeah. when it started up, I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, they're not going to, they're not going to wrap him that much into Civil War, are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, yeah, apparently. Apparently they are. <laughs> I'm really glad that they did because a lot yeah. of the stuff, I'm pretty sure we actually already touched on this, but a lot of the stuff that they did wrap into the other movies, you didn't need to see them. They explain it enough that you're like, oh, I know what happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if you didn't see Civil War, you knew that he went to help Captain America, he got caught, and he stole the suit in doing so. That's yeah. why they're mad at him. And it, that's all you need to know. Yeah. They yeah. don't go into too much. They don't go too little. They just go, here's what you need to know. Now you're good. Yeah. And I thought that was fantastic. It works perfectly. I, lo- I love a little comment though. Uh, if only Cap could see you now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> only Cap. Or, or no, let me like, let me let me let me call Cap. Cap. Yes. It's, it's what we call him. You yeah. know, we're, we're like friends or associates or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Captain America. But like, we're, we're we call him now. Cap. Yeah. <laughs> we call him Cap. Me and Captain America are best friends. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> not a chance. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's. It was a great. It was okay. It was a good movie. It was it was a fun movie. Yeah. It was a good fun movie. And yeah. that's, what I, that's what I think I liked about it, because after coming out of Infinity War, and like, I mean, look, I liked what they did with Infinity War, but it was depressing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you come out of Infinity War like, God damn. Yeah. Ah, all right, what's happening next? Yeah. You go to Ant-Man and you're like, yeah, Ant's playing the drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The world's going to pot, but the Ant's just sitting there playing them drums. <laughs> God, yeah. That part where he's calling the Ant's at the pier and the seagulls just keep swinging <laughs> through. Oh, that was that, yeah. so Oh, my gosh. Like, as soon as he got on one finally, I'm like, why? You just saw what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> see, see that's, that's the thing. Like after, Because I was thinking about this when I was walking out of the theater. I was like, you know what I want to see? I want to see like Ant-Man and Wasp and Deadpool. Like, oh, that's what I want to see. Yes. I want to see the three of them in one movie. It would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would be amazing. God, be so um, good. What did you think about them deciding to break his suit this time? In terms of it just like screwing it up. It didn't and work properly, right. I like that they didn't break it, but they explained that it was like a unfinished prototype kind of thing. Right, yeah. right. but there was like they, no, other, no other thing with it I found funny. Oh, no, they just made <laughs> yeah. some great jokes with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't like it's an unfinished prototype. It also spits webs out your ass. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really pay much attention to it, to be honest. No, I mean, aside, aside from it the, added a comedic effect. Yeah, well, I mean, aside from the obvious moments. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. really, I mean, it, it didn't really matter. Like when it got stuck big? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and like they, that they, they added it and that it kind of made sense why they added it, but it also made sense why he wasn't using the older suit because it was a plot point for later in the movie. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Because let's hilarious. be honest, all of us knew that he did destroy it. When oh, he was yeah. saying no, I was just like, Scott, yeah. I love it. So what, what if I were to say I didn't? <laughs> yeah. How did you get home? I mailed it. You mailed my suit. <laughs> yeah. No, I They've got I, tracking numbers. <laughs> dude, I love that idea. Like, like Hank Pym is like, because when Hank Pym's asking me about it, it's like I thought Hank Pym was gonna be like, good. I don't want that to fall in the hands of anybody yeah. else. He's like, it's my life's work, man. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you destroy it? <laughs> oh, it was funny. Uh. Yeah, it had some cool moments. But yeah, okay. So Janet. Well, before I got one last thing I want to ask you about. Okay. How do you feel about Hope? Because Hope is pretty oh, much being invented in the comics now is Nadia. That's their version of her. Yeah. Um, but Hope, I thought Hope was great. Yeah, I don't really care about Nadia in the comics, but I love Hope Van Dyne in the movies. Yeah. 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 Evangeline Lilly is, oh, man. And then, uh, <laughs> she definitely yeah. rocks that skin tight suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with well, Evangeline Lilly. There's another thing I read in an article. You got to think, she's like, I want to say the third strong female character in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. 
She like they and don't she's have got that good many. strength. Like yeah. she's not a oh we need to make a strong female character. Like she legit earned who she was. And yeah. I think that's what makes her such a good yeah. character is she really does live up to who she's supposed to be and not just, oh, well, it's Hank Pym's daughter. That's why I keep saying they're going to make an A-Force movie. Oh, yeah. Like with, yeah. with Carol Danville, like They're going to do A-Force at some point. Like, yeah, so, there's no way they couldn't. Um, unless I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure it's Black Widow that Valkyrie was the second like strong female lead they put in. And yeah. now Wasp is the third. In terms yeah. of having like an active role in doing things, yes. In terms of being in there, Pepper Potts. Would you but, she, but she doesn't actually do anything. She, that's, that's she, yeah. she was a strong side yeah, character. That's, that's why I said like being in there and doing things. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, Black Widow. And no, Captain yeah. Marvel will be the next one they use. Yeah. But yeah. She'll be the first one to get a movie. I'm actually kind of excited to see what they're going to do with her because she's supposed to. Yeah. She's supposed to be like super powerful, which is crazy because she's she's not interesting or that powerful in Marvel Comics. No, she's not. So well, it's she like, can damn. be that powerful, but she's hasn't been in a long time. Yeah, not just binary. Reason, she's going to be the strongest person in the MCU. Yeah. See, I'm curious as yeah. to like because of that statement, how strong are we talking? Are we talking like? Every single time she goes into a fight, we're just going to be like, well, we know it's going to happen. No, I, won't, like, I don't think it'll be anything like that. No. I mean, when, when he says strongest in the MCU, it's like strongest relatively speaking. So, like, she can knock a building down. Well, so, I mean, like, the problem is she's going to be stronger than the Hulk. Is was, she's going to have to be. Yeah. Is she basically going to be their cop-out for the fact that they're not using the Hulk to his fullest potential? Or is the Hulk officially going to be gone? Yeah. And so she'll be the strongest in the MCU... Until because the Hulk we comes don't back. have the Hulk. You know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way to do it. Like, bring her in and have her play out the role of being the Hulk until the Hulk comes back. But the Hulk's strength is limitless. Like, we know yeah. that in the yeah. MCU. That's like, what that's, I mean. Yeah. Like, so him stating so, that's an interesting statement yeah. because we know the Hulk is the strongest that there is. He yeah. says it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Even when yeah. he's getting beat up. He says it all the time. But, uh, like, when Maestro beat the hell out of him, he was saying Hulk's the strongest one there is. And Maestro's like, I know. That's why I'm kicking your ass. Yeah. <laughs> the strongest one there is. But, uh... But yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I mean, I could see him saying that from like a base strength form. Like when Banner first turns into Hulk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Carol Danvers outclasses him. But then like the angrier he gets, like eventually, you know, there's nothing she's going to be able to do to stop him. So, so do, we, do we think she's going to be like on par as like Superman? The rumor I've heard is she's going to be strong enough to like move planets. So she's going to so be like I, Superman. Yeah, Superman. She's going to yeah. be what like was, What was that time yeah. that she had on Limitless Power? Binary. Binary, okay. Yeah, that was Chris Claremont's binary. Wasn't thing. that like Miss Marvel? It was between Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel? Uh, no, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was Miss Marvel, binary, Warbird, Captain Marvel. Okay, that's what I thought. So, yeah, yeah, that was like a phase up to Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She did have like an insane amount of power for a brief period. Yeah, yeah she, she could, she could like, she had the ability to, she had the power of like a white dwarf star. It's Doctor Strange magic. It's, right. it's, what it, like, it's whatever in the hell I want her to do. Yeah, exactly. That's how she's able to do it. See, that's <laughs> so always <laughs> been kind of been my problem with uh, Captain Marvel is a lot of the time when you read the comics about her, until she does anything, you're like, okay, which part of the power scale is she going to be on this time? Yeah. Like, is she going to be super strong or is she somehow going to be super weak that she requires other people? That's like every Spider-Man story. Exactly. Is he going to be able to solo this one, or is he going to conveniently have problems? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's weird. You go read Civil War, and Carol Danvers is not very interesting at all. And then like, then you go read like Captain Marvel by Kelly Sue DeConnick, and she's just like wrecking people. Oh, dude, she's and so it, awesome. Yeah, she's one. an absolute monster. So all right. it, it, it kind of depends. I know you've been waiting. Explain the quantum realm, microverse, oh, and Janet. Oh, I'm so excited yes. about this. <laughs> all right, so I think like if it's true, Janet Van Dyne became God. But I don't know... <laughs> 
I don't. That's I don't a hell know. of a statement. Yeah, wow. Okay. Okay. So especially after saying that Miss Marvel's going to be the strongest. Nope. Step okay. aside, Miss Marvel. So, Jada but, Van Dyne. So like she's a, <laughs> she's disintegrated though. So I remember it was it was it was half the life. So there was no rhyme or reason. It was just whatever the plot demanded. Yeah. Basically, and those are the ones that got wiped out. So. Uh, so in Marvel Comics, you of course you have the microverse, this little tiny itty bitty microscopic universe, and what kind of like it's like like the force from Star Wars. You have the Enigma Force, and Marvel calls it that because no one's ever bothered to explain it, and it'll be that way forever. So like no one really knows what it is. It's just a thing that's there, and it bonds the universe, the microverse together, all that kind of stuff. Every once in a while, when shit pops off, the Enigma Force will like show up in the main Marvel universe and bond itself to a person, and then that'll that person will become uh, uh, Captain Universe, and then they have like the Unipower. Unipower? Yeah, Unipower. Is it it's powered whatever. by the Unibrow? There, no. <laughs> I thought that. They're supposed to be a protector of like the multi of, of, of the universe, of the cosmic entity eternity. But that was like during Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers. Yeah. Like Captain Universe showed up and they're like, hey Captain Universe, how do we stop the collapse of the multiverse? And Captain Universe is like, but like you can't though. So like bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> he really was did. It. it was basically yeah. that, yeah. It was pretty messed up. But Captain Universe is Captain Universe brings in like a whole nother thing because the, the Enigma Force can bond itself to anyone. For example, Spider-Man had the Enigma Force and beat the hell out of the Incredible Hulk. Um, what was, oh God, no, she was, she was Captain Marvel at one point, Monica Rambeau. Who was, there was another chick, um, but there's been different people who have been Captain Universe over the years. Uh, basically what it would do is it would bring in the idea that say like Thanos' actions impacted everything. Like maybe that's why there is nothing in the microverse because it was half the life in the universe which includes everything in the microverse is dead. So, I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't know. But still, with, with what she demonstrated, being able to like control effectively the quantum energy yeah. of ghosts and like shut it down, get her back in order, like that shows the ability to manipulate like quantum energy or the ability, oh my God, what is she okay? <laughs> If she, no, oh my God! <laughs> no. Is Rob having a whole conversation with himself okay, in his head? Okay, no, 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 Let's no. This. no, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> Janet Van Dyne does not become Captain Universe. Okay, Janet Van Dyne becomes like Quasar. I was and like the quantum I was bands. Quasar fan? Yes, the quantum bands, yeah. I was like, actually going to ask yeah. you about that. The quantum bands. Oh, uh, dude! I, lo I love the Rob's awakening. It's almost yes. like in his head he was like, "No, Rob. Oh yeah, what you about the quantum You could see Rob? the coming. <laughs> I had I had two trains of thought going at the same time. One train of thought was my idea with Janet Van Dyne and Captain Universe, and the other train of thought was like, "But like quantum energy sounds so familiar, <laughs> yeah. though." And it's like, yeah, like 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 Quasar. I mean, I don't think she'll be like Philavelle. Although that'd be badass to have Phyla Vell. I don't think we'll have like Phyla Vell Quasar, the daughter of Wendell Vaughn. Not really Wendell Vaughn. Uh, the daughter of... Who was Qu uh, Phyla Vell the daughter of? She wasn't the daughter of Wendell Vaughn. Marvell. Daughter of Marvell. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then she dated Moondragon for a while. The, uh, the daughter of Drax the Destroyer. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, no, that'd weird. be cool. But, but no, I mean, I'd be down to see like a Quasar character. Basically what this means, the long and short of it... <laughs> Wielding, whether, whether or not it's the unipower in Captain Universe, whether or not it's quantum energy or whatever, it basically means that like a new source of energy has been introduced into the main Marvel Cinematic Universe, taken from the quantum realm, brought to the main Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it could be something that's like given to someone else. Like I could see that being the case. Like with Hope Van Dyne, like what's she gonna do against Thanos? Like if they bring her back, whatever, what's she what's she gonna do? She's not gonna do anything. She's gonna be able to shrink, punch Thanos, and he's gonna be like, get out of here, you know, and that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be the end of her. But if Janet Van Dyne's like, here, take this power. To like control quantum energy, and then she's like quasar, and then she just takes off. <laughs> you think she'll do that? Quasar, quasar. You know, I, I don't know, but like, there's if that power can kind of be passed on, then you're introducing like a new level of thing. But no, I don't. I mean, oh my god, dude, there's so many possibilities now. 
Oh my god, there's so many possibilities you can go with now. It's You're crazy. gonna be okay, Rob? I'm gonna see, be okay. This see, is, this I was is nuts. With the whole quantum energy, that kind of thing, I was actually, uh, when I was picturing it, I thought what she was doing was she was pulling the quantum energy out of Ghost. Hold on, that base Because she got her powers because of the explosion of the quantum energy yeah. uh, from that. Janet just came out of that. So she's basically been living in there that she's, in a way, the embodiment of the quantum force. And that's why, like, when she touches her, she pulls it out of her because she's used to it. She's able to stabilize with it. Yeah. And that's how she's normal again because she's no longer freaking out because she's taken that energy out of her. That's what I kept thinking of when she did that. That was her basically absorbing the power, which could bring in different factors of, is, can she absorb the power of other people? Like, is she gonna do that to other people? Or I mean, like, I could see it confined to like quantum, like just quantum energy. Yeah. And that's it. Like, like you know, manipulating and transmogrifying quantum energy. But like the ability to take that power, give it to like, because if, if she can take it from someone, it stands to reason she can give it to someone. Yeah. So like, I mean, that, that's why I say like, like I mean, the applications for that are insane because quantum energy. I mean, quantum is just like a really, really vague term. It's okay. just like sciency matter, and that's and that's it. It's like sciency stuff, you know, and it's just like a thing, you know, and like powers and stuff, and they can do <laughs> things. And so like, there's they can go, God, they can go any number of directions. Mm -hmm. I mean, what if the quantum realm was basically the negative zone without calling it the negative zone, like? What if, what, if they, what if they're kind of combining them all? Because one thing that they haven't touched on, how did Janet stay alive? She aged, so it wasn't like she was yeah. locked oh, up Oh, they time. were talking about, like, time passes different there. Well, even, even with time passing different. I mean, she was I'm, been there long, she's been there 30-something years. She's about the same age as Hank Pym. That's her her I mean, physical yeah. body aged the same way, but time, I don't know. So and she got new clothes? That's Scarf, okay. Goggles. That was my question. Like yeah. that was like when she came of, out. I was expecting it to look like shredded versions of the wasp outfit. Yes, but she yeah. had new clothes. Yeah, new clothes. So she got she them from somebody somehow. somewhere. Yeah. I think it definitely is like the microverse where it actually does have stuff down there because every time she was explaining stuff, she was talking about like landmarks. That yeah. kind of was implying that there was some sort of civilization down there that. Yeah, or she didn't go around naming them all. Because she yeah, was like, like, you got to make sure that you don't get trapped in like the sand dunes. I know it wasn't the sand dunes. Yeah. But like she was naming things. Don't let the sand people get you. And which kind of implied. Like yeah. yeah, like it kind of implied that there's no way that she was going through and, well, she's naming all of this. It kind of sounded like there was other stuff. Or she's been there 30 years and really bored going, that is tree five. Right. Yeah. You are tree Hank. Hi, Hank. It's been a while. Just losing You're her a mind. giant whale thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> going crazy talking to trees. Because like the reason why she might not have been near the other people was she was trying to, like she went to that location because according to the math, that was where Hank was going to show up. So that would make sense why they could use the excuse of there was nothing else there was because she had to go there so that they could match up and that was the meeting point because she like kept going, saying Like having that, a helicopter like, land out in a big field. Exactly. Helicopter was like but, in my backyard, but it was Exactly, land in the and field you don't the see anything there, but on the other side of the tree line, there could be a full city. Yeah. yeah. But like that works though, because- and Carnage like, is there. And Carnage I really, is there. Can we get that Carnage story where he gets you into know the microverse? Carnage finds out how to go to the microverse, goes down there and like takes yeah. over. Really? Yeah, it's so, so Agent awesome. Venom and that Kate is awesome. after him. It's a Scarlet wow. Spider story. 
Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it makes sense because, like, literally, as soon as Janet Van Dyne, like, like the first time they encounter her, she t- oh my god, she takes over the body of Stephen. That like, was dude, that I was so the funny. I love that. I was so <laughs> waiting for her to kiss him. That's, that's exactly what I thought, was happen. <laughs> I thought he was gonna go to kiss her, and then like, like she was gonna leave, and Scott was gonna wake up and be like, "What the hell?" I like the hand. Yeah. Quit. <laughs> when yeah. I saw that, you could kind of see, like, when looking at uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, right? Yeah. Uh, He's a good You could actor. kind of see like the enjoyment in his face of, I'm pretend- pretending to be a woman right now. Yeah. Like You could kind of see how he was like, oh my gosh, I am loving this right now. And I just found <laughs> Paul that Paul Rudd's such a good actor. When he shifted, so you good. immediately knew something was off. Yes. Yeah. You knew like right away. It wasn't even like a second. It didn't take you. You weren't. It like, was oh. a different character. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he's a, he's an amazing actor. That part was But like you you get that whole experience where she takes over Paul Rudd and then she comes back and then like it's immediately a conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no real time for like exposition. Like yeah. oh hey by the way guys you won't believe what I found down there an entire like universe of people Right. Beings. Like, and there wasn't enough the ending, time. <laughs> the, the mid-credit scene mm-hmm. where he goes down there again. They're sending him back in, meaning she knows where to go. She knows things are there. For all we know, they've given the whole explanation and we're going to get it in Ant-Man 3 yeah, or in Avengers 4. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Cassie goes there, gets him, and comes back. Holy God, there's like a whole civilization down there. We'll deal yeah. with that in my movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, look at all those things. It's weird. Because maybe but, she's been eating, drinking. Maybe all that stuff's down there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. She would need some source of energy to keep herself satiated. Mm-hmm. So she would need nutrients. Unless yeah. that's why she's got the quantum energy within her. That's how she's basically created her nutrients. And we might see a way that she has to access the quantum realm to live. She's no longer able to live off of food and water. She needs that energy to survive because she adapted so much down there. Because she talks about the fact that she evolved. Yeah. That hmm. she evolved while she was down there, and maybe she's now like photosynthesis, but with quantum energy. Do you think that Scott is going? Because I was thinking about this when she said she had powers. Mm-hmm. And Scott's now going to be down there, especially if we have a time if jump. He's going to get it. Do you think he's going to have powers? Maybe. I don't know if he'll have powers so much as the ability to know how to how to manipulate it, maybe. But honestly, I mean that's that's the thing. Like, because one of the things they establish is, is time and space are different there. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be that, like, he's just older. Like, by the time they get to him, he's 20 years older. And he's just there. Nothing's changed? Is it, is Nothing's it, it's really that 21-year marker you gain powers and he, he I have, like... Yeah, I have, I have no clue. <laughs> but, well, see, that's the thing. Like, we have no idea what Janet Van Dyne was doing. Like, we don't know if she went down there. She met the Micronauts. They taught her how to use the power, mm-hmm. like the, you know, like, like whatever it is. You know, they said, here's how you use the whole quantum power. And she was using it ever since. Mm-hmm. Like, if that was the case, then Scott Lane's just free-floating out there. For, for, the, for all intents and purposes, it would be like Scott Lane free-floating out by Alpha Centauri and that, you know, or like in the Vega yeah. system out mm-hmm. in space. Like, who the hell's ever going to find him? Yeah. He's just out there. Like, you know, so, so that's, that kind of seems to be what's going on. I mean, it's a good way to bring in Cassie Lang and to have her save him. But, How uh, do you feel yeah. about the ending in general so you can go to your segues about Avengers 4? What, what do you think about that, that mid-credits scene? I liked it. I did too. Yeah, it was I such a it. good. We're like, talking about him going back in, right? So for those guys who maybe didn't stick around for the mid credits, yeah. they, they all of them are going in back into the quantum zone. Yeah, uh, Scott, Scott goes is, down yeah. there, and then everyone's dusted. Yes, and he's just stuck down there. I, I and here's a funny thing. I was like, they, they kept saying the movie was going to tie into Infinity War, and I was like, this is when it's going to happen. I was so when yeah. he went down there, and he was like, can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? I thought he was going to come back up and there's going to be a villain mm-hmm. or something. I didn't even dawn on me. Yeah. And then we go up and you see the dozen of them. I was like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was, it was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I really like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that idea that, like, they're gone now. Because that means once Scott Lang comes back, he's going to have to deal with the fact that, because as far as he knows, they're dead forever. He has no idea what's going on. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah. Does I mean, he know they're dead yeah, they lost they him? Or what happened? Or, like, yeah. Well, he's, he's, I mean, he literally, they, it's, it's one of those, it's like a, it's like a night of the living dead thing. You go to sleep in a sane world, you wake up to an insane world. Yeah. And like the whole world oh, just yeah, loses Oh yeah, he's going to come mind. back, because he's in Avengers 4. We've seen him and Wasp in the, in the footage on the set. Yeah. So we know they're there. So, but he's going to come back and be like, all right, so we got to find Hank. What do you yeah. mean he's dusted? What do you mean yeah. half the world is dusted? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's it's going to be Who's like mass hysteria. Why are you so large? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be pandemonium and mass hysteria. Like it's going to be, it's, it's, he's going to come back to a war zone. Which hopefully is being handled by Punisher. So <laughs> he comes back and just see Punisher. I've been waiting for you guys. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just praying everybody now. Like no, I would love to see that with like like if like Scott Lane comes back and like they have an Avengers Four segment and like like John Bernthal Punisher is just like chasing some guy down in the background and like I would just be like yes, that's all I wanted to see. <laughs> you know they finally confirmed that. I remember reading about it. They confirmed that they wanted the the U-Haul truck in Civil War or Winter Soldier. To be Punisher, but they couldn't because of the rights. So now it's just a shield guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. About that. Like, do you, that, do you, you know about that? Okay. So, um, well, what, you want to. Who are you pointing at? Cameras? Oh, I, was, I was talking Twitch? to Gary. Gary? I was, I was talking to Gary. All right. You, you <laughs> tell, tell him the whole thing about the. About okay. The so, in the, in, the, in the Winter Soldier movie, they're being chased by the bad guys, mm-hmm. Hydra, and uh, uh, a U haul truck, basically. A Penske truck. Penske truck comes yeah. out of nowhere, slams into it, takes them out. And no one knows who is driving the Penske truck. Mm-hmm. The rumor had it that they wanted to use uh, Punisher, but they couldn't do it to a right situation. So they just had. They, they, so the Russo brothers were like, "That was Punisher driving the truck. He was helping out. He was a part of Shield or got called up by Nick Fury or somebody like that." Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, they had to come back though and say, "Due to rights, we can't make it him because now he has a movie, so our TV show." I was like, when did yeah. he get a movie? Oh, you missed it. It was last year. Yeah. <laughs> it came out right after Infinity War. Infinity War. <laughs> what movie came out last year? Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right but yeah, there. no, it's, it's a, I, I, I might be wrong on this, but I was reading that they had to come out and just basically say, it's a S.H.I.E.L.D. guy because we yeah. can't use him ever, so we can't apply it to him. Well, that's the thing because it happens twice. Yeah. It's a Penske truck each time in the movie. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe, was it, was, it, was it twice in the same movie or was it in two different movies? I want to say it was twice in that movie. Yeah, I think it was two different times. I don't remember what, it, what the situation yeah. was. It was a Pinsky truck that showed up each time. It was like the Punisher driving it. See, I love that theory. Yeah. That the Punisher was the one who was trying to help out. And it would make sense that Nick Fury would call him up and just be like, hey man, like I, I need you to help me out with something. Mm-hmm. Just just go do your thing. Yeah, just stay on <laughs> the radar. I'll look yeah. this way. You go You go do that. Yeah. It, it is, it's it's cool. It's, it's really, really exciting because like I look at Ant-Man and Wasp and it's like, man, like, it was it was fun. It was adventure. It was it had a great story. It had a great villain. Like not, even Ghost wasn't really even a villain. No, that's why I said that's why they had to have yeah. a villain. It's like yeah. Sunny was there. Yeah, I keep thinking of Ghost as a villain, but Ghost wasn't a villain. She was just a chick trying to fix herself. Mm-hmm. Like, see, but funny, real quick, the Twitch was like uh, sponsored by you all. I'm just picturing the Penske truck plowing into multiple cars. <laughs> and it was like, if you had a U-Haul, that wouldn't have happened. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I mean, we could make that commercial and they get sued by Penske. Yeah. <laughs> That's what would happen. And U-Haul's like, we love you! Yeah, we're not going to help you with a lawsuit, but we love you. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, it was, a great, it, was, it was an enjoyable movie. I had a great yeah. time watching it. I, I did not walk out disappointed at all. Yeah, You, know? you were iffy on seeing it, too. You, you weren't sure if you wanted to go bother at all. I wasn't. I, I looked at that and I was like, oh, I don't really care about Ant-Man and Wasp that much. I mean, legitimately. Like, in the MCU, I mean, they're, they're fun. And I, I loved watching Ant-Man 1. 
but it's like they're almost like the leftovers, mm-hmm. right? You know, like like the other guys. Yeah, they are. But that, that's, well, that's kind of how the Guardians are, and everyone else though. Yeah, the that, Guardians that's the thing. being in Avengers four or three, whatever one that was, uh, makes them more included in the universe. So, mm-hmm. so Ant Man not being in anything with Civil War, kind of it's like, eh, yeah, he's out there. Then I think Avengers four will change that. I think having Avengers four with with Hope Van Dyne and Scott Lang will will like bring him into being like part of the main MC. Like he won't mm-hmm. feel like an outlier. Yeah. Anymore. You know, so. one thing I, I want to say that about Ant-Man and Wasp, or just Ant-Man in general, uh, how we were considering him like the other guys. The one thing I loved about Ant-Man and Wasp is the fact that they make you want to, they make you love the supporting cast. Like oh, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. all the guys in his uh, security firm, basically. Oh, that, yeah. Luis is hilarious. Luis, yeah, Luis. when he puts the truth serum in him and they do that classic story of him, yeah. like he's... Most of the time when you go in a movie, you don't finish and you're like, oh, supporting cast, I remember who they are. But in this movie, I left and I'm like, okay, I love I lo- these guys. I love yeah. like, uh, We got tiny and then we got big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this is where the, he is in emotionally right now. What was the Russian guy he kept referring? Like, it was because I, I thought he was going to yes. make like a John Wick reference. You know, because he was referring to like the boogeyman. The, yeah, the, the Russian boogeyman. boogeyman. Oh, and then she hilarious. shows up and he's like, oh, no, the Babinski or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, there was it was just so good because they didn't ha- they weren't made to be like oh clearly they're huge guys no they've got their small roles but you love them yeah like, I like they give how, you a reason did they do this in the first one where they when he was telling because I could have sworn so in the first one I thought when Luis Baba Yaga story, Baba Yaga yes that's what it is that's uh, the in Boogie the first Man Man. one and when Luis told his story I thought they they did different scenes for each one of the, like scenes that didn't exist the first time so we could tell his story the way he does it what do you mean. Well, so in this one, when he told the story, mm-hmm. they lifted scenes that already existed in the movie. But instead oh, yeah. of it Last, being that scene, yeah. they were talking like him. Oh, yeah. Last See, time I it was that. his own story, so okay. it was a different thing. Just like uh, right as he starts, it was that different thing of them at the prison. Yeah. Yeah. But then they did, because he was talking about where he was, they, he, that was basically like their mini way of summarizing the first film. See what I want to know. Here's here's what like here's I want to I want this like is like a behind the scenes mm-hmm. or like director commentary or something like that. I want to know how in the hell they were able to mouth exactly what Luis was yes. saying as he was saying it. Like I, I want to so know how they. Perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah, it's, it, <laughs> they say it perfect. The way he does that, honestly, I would love if they did a cliff notes of all the Marvel movies. And it's him telling you what the movie's about. Oh my People have theorized yes. that for a long time that Marvel should use him as the recap guy. It would yeah. be so good. <laughs> yeah, it'd be dude, it'd be amazing. You see like Steve Rogers, and then you're like, <laughs> then you have like Thor, then like the Hulk. You know, right. and I was like, man, I'm so tired, man. You know, like, <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> I hate the world. <laughs> oh my god, they need that, yeah. Dude, make him the recap. I don't recap care about guy. the sun going down. Yeah. <laughs> I just do it because it makes her happy. Yeah. But well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's God, that movie was interesting. See, the more no, I, I talk about it, it, the more I like movie. it. Yeah, yeah, it has some great moments. It's, a, it's funny because the RNBE four days ago you were like, eh, it was okay. Yeah, and now you're like, no, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> you know, actually, one thing I also want to say just about Marvel movies as a as as a whole, I love that they're no. I lately I've not felt like any of them have big lulls. Like, I feel like they don't really, like we were worried about with uh, Avengers of Infinity War. We were kind of worried that when they went into new characters, 
we were gonna have to sit through like a small explanation of who oh, they were. Yeah. But it just gets into the action or it just gets into what you need to know. And I feel like they've been doing that with a lot of the Marvel movies lately. I feel yeah. And you just are constantly being entertained. There's no parts where you're like, are we gonna get to a fight soon? Yeah, well, like I the story's like total on the way. Yeah. The exact opposite of what DC's doing. DC assumes this may be everyone's first movie. So mm-hmm. then we gotta tell you how Batman became Batman. Yeah. yeah. You know, we gotta tell you how the Flash became the Flash. Like, gotta- well, you know what, DC? It's Batman. <laughs> you have yeah. to leave Earth to find someone who doesn't know who Batman is. <laughs> Everyone knows how Bruce Wayne became Batman. Right, but I think I don't the Marvel need the movies are taking story. the approach of yeah. you're not gonna watch Ant Man and Wasp unless you at least have an idea. Yeah. But, or you're with someone or th- who has an idea that will explain. Or they'll yeah. tell you in one sentence all you need to know. Yeah. yeah. And I think all that's predicated because they kicked everything off using relatively obscure characters. Mm-hmm. Iron Man, Thor. I mean, people knew people know of the characters, but knowing their stories, most yeah. people didn't. Yeah. And so, like, when, when you sit down and you say, okay, so, like, here's this character named Thor based on North mythology and, like, there's Asgard and all that kind of stuff. And you have to explain the comic book version of his character to, like, the layman. Like, you got to be able to condense that down into an easy-to-understand way and then, like, run through the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think, like, that... that Format has paid off exceedingly well. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad to see they're not killing off all the people who could go on to be like great villains. Well, that's yeah. one so. thing I haven't understood, and we do. We are going to have the whole discussion about that on Thursday. I don't want to see why they've killed off so many people, though. Like, oh, they, they said you could have yeah. had all the villains head off, and it'd be no problem at all because they just won't show up again. I mean, yeah, yeah. If I gave them said the stories about the heroes, but that's the problem. Is sometimes the villains are more interesting than the heroes. You know, I so. wonder if it's. I wonder if it's for the people who are not big comic book fans. And that they're doing that so that someone who goes, oh, well, he was against this villain in this movie. The next one, he's against that same villain. Well, I saw it in the first one. Why do I need to see the second one? But what I'm saying is you don't have to kill them. They could have all just run off. Yeah. But like, even when they, when they show back up, people have that idea of, well, they're just going to retell the story. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I mean, I think so. But just because they're there doesn't mean they have to have a big role. For example, Electro was the most, was, was, well, he was interesting. But he was never a, never a very cool Spider-Man villain. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was never really put to any, any measure of use or worthwhileness. He was just a guy who was there and could electrocute the shit out of people. And then he took down power to the raft. Yeah. And New Avengers. And every single supervillain escaped. And Purple Man made Luke Cage beat the hell out of everybody. And then it's like, okay, so like Electro's cool. It's like the only one great moment he ever had in the history of his publication. Mm-hmm. And like, and it was an awesome moment when, when like Electra had him take down all of the, you know, take down all the power to the raft. And so you look at that, and it's like, but what if they did that in the MCU? It's just like one one moment. Like, right, yeah. but he just showed up for a minute. Like, all right, that's exactly. Cool. He left. Yeah, yeah, like Ghost Ghost shows up, and like, like Hank, you know, whoever it is, you know, Hope Van Dyne goes to attack someone. Ghost shows up for a split second, punches her, and leaves. And it's just like just to be a dick. Or, or like, <laughs> I mean, just like, but but the, the idea is you can just because a, a character is the villain of a hero doesn't mm-hmm. mean they can only appear in movies belonging to that hero. Yeah. yeah. So like have them appear in other events and play other roles and different things like that. Because or thank you so much for that sub, Smoke Eater. Oh, Sploot, yeah. smoke, smoke Eater. Smoke Eater. How do you eat smoke? 1187. I don't know. Hmm. Um, I don't want to go much into this because we do have the whole discussion going on. Yeah. But I just want to get your quick opinion on this and we'll revamp this and we'll redo this on the RB. But in my opinion, the three most wasted opportunities as villains um, Ultron, Killmonger, and uh, Baron Zemo. Killmonger. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. I think Baron Zemo they're holding around because he's not dead. Yeah, but Baron Zemo's still But he wasn't Baron Zemo either. Like, why even give him the name? Well, because I think he's going to go on and form the Thunderbolts. Uh. Yeah. But, because uh, here's, here's the thing. Here's, here's one, something that I think that Marvel's kind of betting on here. This is the great thing about the events of, uh, of Infinity War. Imagine, and you can, see, you can easily see this playing out. Imagine that we basically get, like, forever evil. 
That would be, I mean, that would be yeah. awesome. You get DCs forever evil in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, the villains become heroes just to save the Earth. And, like, that's, that's super cool. And I think that's a cool situation. Like, that's why Baron Zemo forms the Thunderbolts. So, like, all these villains who, I don't know, for whatever reason, like, they all end up coming back or something like that by, mm-hmm. by way of time travel or what have you. And he's like, well, we all need to form a team to, like, save the Earth because things are going to pop off. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you get Thunderbolts out of it. I mean, so there's a lot that you can do. But, no, I would, dude, I'd go with that list 100%. Yeah. So we'll talk more about I'm, that on Thursday. So if you guys want to, if you guys want to know more about our opinions on the MCU villains, join us on our Thursday podcast. Uh, RMBE will be filmed live, and then it'll go live on the channel at some point. We'll have the three of us discussing it there. Yeah. Give you Dan plenty of time to think for once. We have a tendency to go, Dan, you're on today's episode. He'll be like, when are we starting? I'm like, ten minutes. <laughs> and he still won't like tell me the topic until I'm sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes he'll tell me a completely different topic, and then I'll sit down all prepared, and he goes, so it's this now. Yeah. I do that. I do that in the gaming podcast. Really? Like All I'll tell time. him and Natalie the topic, and then we'll sit down and be like, "What was it? I said? We're, today we're going to talk about MMOs today. Yeah. Uh, and what the current state of MMOs. And we sat down and I'm like, "So I want to talk about Sony screwing over Fortnite. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. How does Sony screw over Fortnite? Oh, I, we did a whole podcast on it, but basically, uh, Fortnite and everyone has pretty much come out and said crossplay is completely po- possible. Xbox, Switch, and uh, PC are all crossplaying everything. Sony's the odd man out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like a they Sony thing. They don't want to play with the rest of the kids. Scumbag Sony. <laughs> well, you know what happens when kids don't want to play with the rest of the kids, Sony? They get labeled as social weirdos, and they end up never having any social skills when they grow up. Hold on, hold on. Do you think that social weirdo is an actual classification of a person? I meant to say like a socially awkward person, but yeah. <laughs> a social weirdo, yeah. I can don't see Rob weirdo. walking into a playground, going to a lady and be like, is your son one of those social weirdos? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think weird. everyone would be a little weirded talking to people. <laughs> if Rob <laughs> just shows up to a playground to talk to people, yes. I think that yeah, is that's true. Weird. We probably have other problems. But <laughs> yeah. So, closing thoughts on Ant-Man and Wasp. You guys liked it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I definitely, I'll, it's I'll definitely add it to my collection of movies. Yeah. 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 I'm, definitely, I'm definitely loving the direction of taking Ant-Man. I'm mm-hmm. loving what they're doing with them. Yeah. Um, Man, I'm not gonna lie. Until the movie, I didn't give a crap about Ant-Man. But so, I don't know. It's funny because Winter Soldier, I liked beforehand. But Guardians of the Galaxy, my second favorite, and my third favorite Ant-Man... Yeah. Both of those, I didn't care at all Dude, about you are not the only one. until mm-hmm. those movies. You are not the only one. <laughs> so many people were well, in Well, in my boat. defense, Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't even a thing. At least Scott Lang was around. Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy was a thing, just not the way it was in the movie. Exactly, yeah. yeah. At least Scott Lang is the same guy, so I can go read all these old books. I tried reading those old Guardians no, of the Galaxy No, yeah, it was. Books. It was after Annihilation. Annihilation Conquest. No, but the, 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 what the, the version that is in the movie became Brian Michael Bendis's. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. And he made them like the movie finally. Because he's the one that brought in Carol Danvers and Agent Venom yeah. and Iron Teamed him up with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teamed him up with Iron Man, yeah. Awesome. Because Matt Fraction wrote him out. Rick Remender wrote Rick Remender, Matt Fraction. Because they had the serious Guardians, which isn't a horrible thing, but I wasn't as interested in that. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved it. I mean, Iron I liked him in Annihilation and stuff like that. Yeah. Peter was still Peter was more dick than goofy dick. Yeah. Just straight, I'm a dick. I don't remember if I ever covered an Oh! I feel like I Okay, I'm gonna end this today's show. With, I got I got to break this to, over to you. Lobo got a Green Lantern ring. What's the first thing construct you think he made? Penis. Yes. Did he really? Yes. <laughs> he went to Atrocitus. Atrocitus hits him, and he's like, "I'm the main man." And he raises it, and Atrocitus is like, "You dare hit me with that vile thing!" And all the other Green Lanterns are like, "Oh my God, he really made that." <laughs> he hit him with a giant and he penis. He blasts that, him in the head wow. with it. Oh my God. And Guy Gardner's like. I want to be disgusted, but that was amazing. Wow. <laughs> and then they get, like, the whole thing happens, and they go later in the comic, and um, 
Um, uh, Sade gets turned back away from Starro. She turns back into normal Green Lantern. And she's like, is that Lobo with the Green Lantern ring? And another person goes, yes, but you may want to have all the other Green Lanterns following him creating censorship bars. And Starfire is like, it's a great educational moment. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like such a Lobo thing to do. But I, I feel just, like, I didn't feel like DC would ever do that. It's the latest issue. No, wow. no, it, it's the last issue yeah. of Injustice 2. Not this week, it was last week's. I didn't think, they didn't show it. But you know what he did the well, whole way through. Dude, you have to make that. You have to tell like Lobo makes a giant green lantern penis. Dude, like you have he, to tie he launches it, it and they show basically a penis just like blasting out like it's a beam hitting atrocities. And I'm just thinking in my head Lobo being like, Mushroom stamp! <laughs> oh my god. I would laugh my ass off. You see this great oh big wobbly green hard light construct just flying towards him and just boom! I just, just like, like what was that? <laughs> Lobo the main man Hey, this is what the Green Lantern did. Oh, man. That's <laughs> oh such a God. Lobo thing. <laughs> it is. That's the most Lobo thing ever. But it wasn't, was, they were already referencing his penis earlier than that because they cut him in half. And he's just like, the legs are back and all the important bits as well. <laughs> wow. I like that you guessed it first time. I know. Well, because it's exactly just, something Lobo would yeah, do. exactly what Lobo yeah. would do. That's why I asked you. I'm like, I, I knew uh, you would either you would guess yeah. that or motorcycle. I'm trying to think I was of like. I going to say motorcycle, actually. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the most vile thing that Lobo could possibly do with a Green Lantern ring. And I'm like, yeah, make a giant penis. That's exactly what he would do. <laughs> and it's exactly what he did. That's exactly too. what he did. Mm. Wow. DC. Yep. So that, that's our thoughts on Ant-Man and yeah. uh, what happened in Injustice last week. <laughs> Start out with Ant-Man and with giant penises. Green lantern penises. Green penises. Green penises. <laughs> if you guys are, I don't know what's going to be posted, but just in case, you can find Rob over at Comics Explained. Dan's at Dante Editor. I'm at Comic Storian. Subscribe to Rob's channel, Comics Explained. I'm at Comic Storian. Stick around on this Twitch channel. We come back quite often. We'll be back on Thursday with uh, the RMBE discussing the Marvel villain situation. Yeah. I think that'll be a great episode to put out. It'll be fun. Um, and we'll drag Dan here. He now has two days to prep and we'll come up with another topic. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs>